0: Hello everyone, I'm Alex and I'm going to be natural.
1: I am Dr. Dozier and I am going to be super. Yeah. And I am Dr.
2: O and I'm going to be the junkie.
1: He's Dr.
2: Dennis and he is a junkie. I am Dr. Kevin and we are The Supernatural Supernatural
0: Junkies. Junkies. Well done. Well done boys.
2: Hey folks, this is Dr. Kevin Cruz giving you another pump because guess what? The Supernatural Junkies are on Rumble. All you have to do is go to Rumble, go to search, and when you search for channels, you look for Supernatural Junkies and all of our stuff is going to start popping up. It's great because you're going to be able to see the links. You'll get to see exactly why we are saying what we're saying. But most importantly, this is a great way to share with your family and your friends exactly why we are living in prophetic times and why we cannot give up access to our bodies.
0: Well, it automatically does it, right? Yeah, but I'm
2: doing it here and there.
0: Right. <sighs>
2: okay, that was on. We're on.
0: Oh, sorry. <coughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. This is Alex, and we're here with
2: the three docs. The three docs. <laughs> the three follically challenged docs. That's right. It's
0: a room full of bald people, except for me.
2: Well, you have enough hair for the three. That's of us. true. That's true.
0: Yeah. He's talking about the hair on my arms my, and my
2: chest. <laughs> Just kidding. We went to this one wedding one time, and uh, Alex comes up behind me, and she throws her hair over me. Oh, I give him <laughs> bangs to make me look like I have. Oh, hair that right. had to be funny. <laughs> yeah, so good. funny. It's a
0: really good comb over.
2: Yeah, we we yeah. should we should post a picture of that. It's pretty sure. Because <laughs> because I looked good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Just not a saying, little weird at all. You
2: know, the comb over, like, originated in
3: Rome, right, back in the Roman days. It
0: was <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, wow, this is, see, everything you learn on this podcast, you have to tune in to get this information.
3: <laughs> it's good stuff.
0: I did not know that. So Trump's stealing some Roman <laughs> ideas. That's one he's heck of a comb over. channeling,
2: channeling is in a Roman. Uh, yeah, right?
0: Wow, that's <laughs> quite the comb over, too.
2: Yeah. So what are we talking about today? <clears throat> Hmm. Hmm. Bueller?
0: I think. Bueller? 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 Bueller. Anybody? Anybody?
3: Bueller? I think we said something about, we're talking
2: about Pride Month we just finished, so maybe we'll name this Anti-Pride Month. How's that? Mm. Well, we couldn't help but see an intersection. Last week, we covered the Harbinger uh, Number 2 book, Hmm. and what he really showed in that book was that if you were aware of the first Harbinger book, he showed you how... Things that were happening in America were happening in ancient Israel. And the problem was is that there was this spirit behind everything that was done that God allowed some things to happen as a form of of discipline, as Mm. a form of, hey, we need to wake up. We need to remember. We need to turn around and go back to our first love, right? We need to go back to the basics, the foundation, and so he uses this idea of being rooted, and 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 what happened with 9/11. And so in the first book, he didn't even fully understand the the implications of 9/11 and how it would undercover the very foundations of our whole country. And so the problem is that the spirit that was causing this response by ancient Israel and is happening in in the world today w- was pride. And so you know we got done with that, and I'm like. Last year we did great episodes with Pastor Mark Culligan, mm-hmm. and he is a pastor, Christian pastor that actually came out of, you know, his struggles with homosexuality, and so we recommend that, yeah, because there is a human aspect here, and we're going to go back to that in a second. But here we are in Pride Month, and uh, you know, there's a movie that finally has been released, so everybody can see it, called, you know, What Is a Woman, by and, Matt Walsham, and, Daily and Wire, a, a hundred million people have watched this you know and people are we're in pride month we're we're being inundated every day all day long with you know this this pride and it was with pride and arrogance that they decided to build something bigger better stronger faster Mm. and that is the same defiance you see that america is going forward so With reluctance, we felt like we just have to talk about this today again. And this this Pride Month, this month of celebrating sin, really, Mm. and uh, and that's kind of where I wanted to start with that.
0: Well, I want to say really quick before we say anything else, one, we should do a scripture to lead in. We should also do a prayer. But also for you guys, this is the start of season three, Supernatural Junkies. So this is yeah, here we are, season three. Um, so thank you all for tuning in. We really appreciate all of you guys. Thank you so
3: much and share
0: it. Please. We made it. Yeah, we. D-
3: <laughs> I was. Well, I'm with you guys two years. Yeah, we the first year. Yep, years, yep. And now we got the big duck that D, with us. Forget about it. Yeah, that's right. We got a covering on two fronts now. Awesome. <laughs> well, I I feel that um, the Lord gave me this scripture. I, I, I think it's pretty applicable to what we're going to talk about. Are you low talking over there, uh, Doctor? Low Nanit- talking. <laughs> This is radio um, voice, from, Genes- from Genesis chapter 2. So, uh, verse 20. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs, closed up the flesh in this place and the rib which the lord god had taken from the man he made into a woman and he brought her to the man and adam said this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman because she's been taken out of man therefore a man shall leave his father and mother mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh and then and they were both naked a man and his wife, and they were not ashamed.
2: And so you can see this is going to be really applicable because mm-hmm. as we look at this whole Pride Month, we have two groups of people here. We have the victims. Mm-hmm. We have a generation that is, is being taught something, mm-hmm. and they are going through the ugly duckling stage of life. They're just children. The Bible says that whoever teaches the children will control that next generation see that they won't depart from it and so that's why they're after our children and we need to remember when we're dealing with this issue that we have to have this humility and sensitivity to realize that there are children involved here and they're being deceived they're being deceived there is deception happening they're going through this stage where nobody feels comfortable in their body I don't even feel comfortable. Especially, when I'm getting older. This is really getting ridiculous. You know? It really. What's going to fall off next? Right? <laughs> Who could color. be comfortable with this? Or stuff? fall
0: down lower? <laughs> That's right. What?
2: Gravity is not our
0: friend. <laughs> you know what? I was born in the wrong body. I was supposed to be much taller and skinnier.
2: That's right. <laughs> and so this is this is the reality, you know. And uh, and and then you you run this back, and and then you have the other social and, and emotional. I mean, we're lions. We're not tigers. We're we we are social animals and so kids need to have a place to to belong and you know somebody i was asking a friend of mine the other day i said you know how you doing no he goes "Oh, i'm doing good oh no really how you doing he goes well i'm together alone you see that he is busy he knows all kinds of people but when he goes home he's alone and that's why we have children that are growing up the same way they're busy they have millions of facebook friends or TikTok friends or whatever it is but they don't have a place to belong and so they're coming out of this and again none of this happens this development happens until puberty puberty is when we become this process before that we're not men or women and that's why children have to be left alone and and you think about the implications of allowing a child who's not capable of deciding to join the military can join another sex So you can see that these lies kind of come into play. So while we're dealing with this, I wanted to bring this up first because we do have children that have been convinced of something that's a lie. And we need to remember that they're the victims here. But we also have a perpetrator. And that's why you're going to see (laughs) we're upset. We're not going to be playing around when it comes to the people that are perpetrating this on a new generation. And so when I thought through this, you know, I did a little research. The first thing they tell you is that there's always been trans kids. And I'm not kidding you. And yet we know this is absolutely a novel, you know, environment. And no population, no government has ever said there's no such thing as a man or a woman. It's never happened before. So this is the kind of, of things that we're talking about. And they'll say that trans childhood is not actually a trend. And yet when we covered this on one of our shows, especially what they're teaching in children in school, we saw four and five thousand percent increases in six months in a year of kids that had gender dysphoria or gender, you know, reassignment surgeries or the kids that are going. This is an explosion.
0: Well, in Ohio, in one of the cities in Ohio, there was a 10,000 percent increase. Yes. In gender confusion. Yes. you know, that's higher than the average, but 10,000% something in just a year, right? From the year before, nothing, right? Then all of a sudden, this stuff really starts getting pushed and it's a 10,000% increase. There's a problem there. But I mean, if we even look at the doctor that started this transgender ideology, ideology Dr. David Reamer, just look at his history, look at the story. It's very problematic. It is, I mean, this is not a success story, folks. That was not a success story. Both of those children that he committed these horrible acts on—you know, trying to convince them that they were a different gender—the one boy, um, both of those—they were twins—ended um, up committing suicide
1: later that's, as that's adults. Nice.
0: Yeah. So not a success story by any means. But that's what this ideology is based on. Is in particular his studies.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting because the second lie is, <clears throat> is that not affirming children destroys their families, right? Destroys them. That's if what you, they're telling them, yeah. And, They'll commit and more, suicide if you don't let exactly them. Exactly, what would you rather have, a transition kid or a dead kid? So you see the kind of guilt trips that are really being played. But more yeah, that's of them commit suicide,
0: so. well, more trans people commit suicide after the sex reassignment surgery, right? Than, than do beforehand. So if they're happy and they got what they wanted, why are they committing suicide? After that.
3: What, but you're brainwashing these yeah. kids from, from a very young age. That's why they're going after the kids. Right. You, yeah. know, at, at, you know, kindergarten and all these, you know, these trans or drag
2: queen story hours and stuff, they're trying to normalize abnormality. Well, and again, I think Jordan Peterson does a great job when he gets into this area because he says kids come in with all kinds of psychological um, dispositions, right? Mm-hmm. And, and things that they're struggling with. And when they come in, your job as a psychologist is not to affirm what they're coming in with, right, right, right. But suddenly, now we have to affirm these feelings, right? And of course, you can still identify these feelings, you know. But the point is, is that there's there's you, you don't ident- you don't affirm everything that somebody identifies as, you know. And and so you can see that this these lies have really crept in. And we're going to skip to the end because I want to show you where we're going. And we, we will wait to the end to say what I'm saying. But I'm just saying that... But what all, are you saying? I am saying... What are you saying? I, I think I completely foibled. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let
1: me try this. Go ahead. Proverbs 22.6. I'm going to come to that. But I, I want to look at it this way. God's plan. God's plan and purpose. And it's laid out in Proverbs uh Train up a child in the way they should go. And when they're old, they will not depart from it. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And uh, train up is saying what you have to do is inaugurate a child. teach them. Inaugurate them in the way, the direction, the road that they are to travel in this life. And then when they're older, they will not go away from that particular way. This was the responsibility that was or is the responsibility that is given to the parent. One of the biggest mistakes that has been made by mankind, and uh, I want to say that that goes with a great number of Christians, is to place this responsibility in the hands of people that you don't know. That's right. And now I'm going to Satan. When we look at Satan, the name itself means adversary. Mm. He is the one who opposes the things of God, the will of God. So if he opposes this, he's also going to oppose God's people. Now, so what he does when God says, train, when God has the words said uh, shared uh, through uh, Solomon, who writes this, train up a child in the way he should go. Satan is going to go in the opposite direction, okay? And he said, "No, I want my." I want my servants, I want my disciples to train up children in the way that I want them to go. Mm-hmm. So you have this battle. So now you get these children and you train them. You start teaching them. For example, in my day, a girl who liked playing uh, football, softball, basketball, they called her a tomboy. That's right. Usually when she reached a certain age, she started transitioning out of that. Okay, not transsexual, transitioning. Mm-hmm because she went into this adolescent stage and now she's changing. And it's the one that was a tomboy, in some instances, ended up being the homecoming queen in high school. We see a person now, uh, a girl who may be like that, and you have these individuals who say, well, she's, uh, she's confused about her her sexuality, or they say she's born in the wrong body. When I was a kid, we played with GI Joes. I had to get a GI Joe every year. Then they came up with the talking GI Joe, where you pull the string, and the GI Joe with lifelike hair. Okay, <laughs> I like playing with the GI Joes. The GI Joe was a was an army. Let's call it like you say action figure, but they would say it was a doll.
2: It was a doll. So they will say, "Here's a boy the
1: boy who Barbie. likes playing with dolls." So he no, I was not. Uh, I was not one who was interested in being like a girl. I just liked the GI Joe. And so this is what we're seeing today. And we put all. I hear these things where they say mental, mental, mental. Yeah, it's bothering your mentality. But even, even when we get our Christian psychologists and, and what have you, we cannot be fearful in saying these things are demonically influenced. Mm-hmm. We cannot be fearful in saying This is Satan's way of opposing God. Satan is not just some entity that's out there who does not like you. Satan is an entity out there who is going against God because God is permitting it to be so at this particular time. And this is the thing that we really have to look at.
2: Well, you know, that verse admits when he is old, he won't stray from it. What's the implication? He will stray from it. Why? Why? when he is younger, because he is going to identify at different times, right? So this that rebellious stage that we, mm-hmm. what most of us mm-hmm. went through. Now, Dr. Dozier, you've got something to say about that. With all yeah, due
1: respect, what that is saying <laughs> is, if you train them up that way, looking at if I would, because I'm reading it from the King James Version, mm-hmm. if you look at that from a Hebrew like way, it's saying if you train them up in the way they should go, that even when they're old, they'll be moving in that direction. It's not saying that there are not times when, when they won't stray, but this is not saying that they'll stray. But it's saying if you train them up in the way they should go, even when they're older, they won't depart from that particular way. Okay? So I uh, was
2: projecting there. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. when, you know, think about this. What I'm trying to get to is I'm trying to encourage parents. My parents didn't care about how I identified about whether I should do the laundry or whether I should wash the car or do my chores. They didn't care how I identified how whether I wanted to drink and drive and these kinds of things. They are the parents. And you, as parents, need to be confident because well, your child is going to give you flack. He is going to give you a problem. Absolutely. And he is absolutely going to have, some of us have more rebellion than others, right? And this right. is what I'm seeing right. is that, but we all come around and we strong-willed, later. Strong world, strong world. That's strong-willed. right. It's right. <laughs> but yeah. it's also, I know better than anybody else. And if my dad said it, it can't be true. Right. right. Well, we, we're but,
0: no longer addressing the changes psychologically that children go through. Right. You know, we used to. Understand that you know this questioning phase that they hit right around college, where they're like, "Is this really what I believe in?" That's a normal psychological development, and these these little rebellious periods that they go through, it's all part of their development. But instead, what we and we don't allow for imagination. Part of the reason we like playing with dolls, boys or girls, when we're little, is because it allows us to role play and understand the world yeah. in which we live better. Yeah. It allows us to use and expand our imagination, which we no longer encourage children because we say, as soon as they say something imaginative. We're like, well then you are that thing. Yeah, That's just, what you are. You're a fairy well, princess. Well, you're, you're a snake. Right. You're this.
3: Absolutely right. It's well it has to go wild. it goes back to Sorry, the parents. It goes back to the parents. Yes. It's you know, how can you teach something to your child you don't possess yourself? Mm.
0: Yeah, That's right. Right. right, right. You know what I'm yeah, We have a world and, of that, and, though. And
3: it's, it's kind of like a sister verse to twenty two six is, is Ephesians six four. When he's in, and Paul's talking about after he says that children ought to obey their parents. He says, and you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath. Mm. <laughs> right, right? Yeah. Right, but bring them up in the training and ammunition of the Lord. In other words, don't provoke them to go towards wrath. Bring right. them up in the training and ammunition of the Lord. That's right. You know, so it, a lot of Christians, and, and I've been around for a long time, like to go to Proverbs 6. 20 6 and say, well, that's a guarantee my, my my children are going to be Christian. No, 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 no. That's a commandment for you to train up with a child in the ways you should go. Mm-hmm. How that child ends
1: up is between your that's child right. and God. And that's exactly that's exactly what we're, we're seeing there. And uh, the point I was bringing out the parents' responsibility, yes, and how you pat and some passed it over. Right, you passed it over to teachers, start childcare centers, and because you wanted a bigger life. So the father and the mother, well,
2: they're working, and it's
1: not and it's not always out of necessity, but because you want it more. And, and so the father and the mother is working. And the child is dropped off right. from the time that they're six months old. And they, from six months old to 18, they're being dropped off somewhere. Yeah. Okay. And, and so that means that they're about anywhere from eight to 10 hours a day that someone else has to influence your child. Now, to go to uh, Dr. Kevin's point, which was, it was a very, very beautiful point. If I, if I place something in there, and if For I play battery, something we'll you in there, nowhere. we could I gotta, I gotta <laughs> flatter you now. If I play something in there, we go to Luke 15, we can see where that son, he came to himself, and he's mindful of mm-hmm. all the things that were at the father's right. house. Right. The, okay. Right. What we're seeing today is they're trying to make sure you can't come back by destroying your Makeup your 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 fearfully and wonderfully made makeup that God gave right. you, and, right. and, and 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 even in that case. I want to say this. There is still hope because we see people coming back, broken and needing healing, Mm -hmm. but coming back. Bodies marred and disfigured. Yes, they're disfigured when you're removing what belongs to a man or a woman. You've disfigured that Mm -hmm. body. Uh, They're coming back and they're needing to be restored. uh, But once again, they're coming back. And so what we need to do, we need to become more aggressive so that it's not so much that they're coming back, but that they're never getting to that point.
3: Well, and we're supposed to love our children. Right. Right? We're supposed to train them up. We're supposed to, what we're just all talking about, right? Society doesn't love our children. No. Oh, no. They hate children. How many have we murdered? Uh, 60 million? Over 60 million. Okay. And now we're, now, now we're saying it's okay. Let's just disfigure them.
2: Let's destroy them. Let's, Let's sacrifice sterilize they, them. Uh, sterilize them. Yeah. Are you out of your mind? Well, and this is where I want to encourage parents, because I'm telling you, my kids are a little bit like their dad. They can be convincing. The dad actually, say, a.k.a. me, gets in doubt about sometimes what I'm saying. And then I remember, oh, yeah, I challenged my parents like nobody's business, right? And the bottom line is they were right. And you need to remember that. You need to remember all the ways you challenge your parents. And you know you were right. They were right. And now I'm telling you, you're right. And you mm-hmm. need to be confident. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Because what they're going through is a temporary stage. It's Sorry. called right. puberty. puberty. Well,
3: the, but but Kev, it's before that. And and you know there was a great interview. I think you have it listed here. I think I sent it to you, and you have the, the, the Jordan Peterson. I keep interview. all your stuff, Doc. I send it to you. I special it to you. He prints it up and puts so it in a special book but jordan peterson was interviewing that uh, that woman in england about yes. uh, about um, you know transgenderism and stuff and she wrote a book about it. Now this was an, a woman who was an atheist and even she recognized uh disaster this is. but their the formation years you know 2 to 7 are are the foundation of ch- of childhood and that's where you know not not only are they forming you know natural relationships and so forth and exploring but kids that are, they even, psycholo- psychologists have gone back and see the kids that end up going to be a social sociopaths and stuff, that they can go all the way back to those years um. and see that where the defect was. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these, a, a lot of this transgender stuff where people are feeling uncomfortable in their body, it's attacking girls yes. more than boys. You brought up the good point about the tomboy. Yeah, she's a tomboy because she hasn't hit puberty yet. But once she hits puberty and things start changing and she realizes, wait a minute, I can't go around without a shirt. I can't, I got all these changes, estrogens pumping through her veins and stuff. And there's a lot. And it's very, they were saying it's very difficult for girls, a very difficult time for them, which us guys, we don't understand so much. But it's, that's, that was the
2: fragility of the girls, well, and think yes, about exactly. their main treatment period. What's their first treatment? When you identify as something that you're not, is to stop this process. Right. You're going mm-hmm. to trust drugs that are made to medically castrate people that are completely sexual deviants, mm-hmm. and you're gonna give this to children. Yeah. To stop, You right. you trust in that more than you trust in God, more than you trust that the process in your body is not even started yet, and when it does start, the trigger is gonna be the one thing that they block. It's called truth. Testosterone and estrogen are the truth to who you are. And that's why they have to block it.
0: I thought he was gonna say, and they're blocking menstruation. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> but there but um I love that interview you're talking about because I love um some of Jordan Peterson's reasoning, like he he starts talking about the reason why this tends to affect females more is because females in our world are more vulnerable okay. because she's at some point she's meant to carry a child. I, I, you know, however you feel about that, you feel, but you know, it's you mean your a body. birthing
2: person, <laughs> right?
0: And he's like, and that creates a very severe um, vulnerability in her, not just, psychologically but her body she is now more vulnerable she can't move as quick as she used to she can't you know she's got another life inside of her and he's like so she becomes more vulnerable to the outside influences and that is why she is has a more sensitive temperament she is more sensitive to negativity a negativity affects a female especially that age right puberty age because those changes are happening and um she tends to go through more depressive states it's factual you can't argue the numbers that you know there's more girls that age identifying with having depression and being more sensitive to outside criticism um because at some point she's going to become that birthing person right she's yeah. going to have a child inside of her and needs some sort of protection from the world because it could be more difficult for her, not just physically, but emotionally as well. And that's why it's not, it's intentional, guys. There's this setup, the way that it's made, the way that God made us is so intentional. Um, And and to think that, you know, oh, the answer to this is we just have to stop all of it from happening. We're now creating a world where we don't, we hate women. We don't want it to happen. We tell little girls, if you look at any of these social media platforms how dangerous it is to be a woman that you can be raped that you can be um bullied that you can be um that you have to go through this horrible period every month i'm sorry but that's and, just and a fact of life is so
2: horrible oh birthing
0: child is awful and it your career
2: things. is ruined well
0: and we we treat pregnancy like it's enforced we're calling it forced labor forced slavery like an infection instead well, they, of a but, gift but
2: but, but
3: but don't you see it alex don't you and we We touch on it's the spiritual, your spiritual. Is it it, it, this is demonic? Yeah, okay. Let's let's just call it out. We've got to go there. We have to go. It's demonic because they hate everything to do with God. That's right. They they hate God. Yep. They don't want anything in their consciousness about God, and God gives them over to a base mind, and that's what you're seeing. They hate God. They don't want. uh, It's just so obvious. How old men can have babies?
1: (laughs) Right? Are you out of your mind? Can I can I jump in, baby. Can I give you this I, I just it came to it came to me. Now Dr. D, Dr. Kevin, myself. Let's go back to when we were little boys. We can remember just that. Just yesterday. We can remember <laughs> that. And then Alex, you go back to when you were a little girl.
0: Long, long ago.
1: <laughs> boys hung with boys, hung out with boys. Yeah. Yep. Boys' friends were boys. Girls girl. had cooties. Girls hung out totally. with girls. Right. Girls' friends right. were girls. I started hearing this thing about cooties. If you was oh, yeah. the girl, and and if 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 someone said, uh, "Ooh, she likes you," you are like, "Oh, like you know." Yeah. And and <laughs> and if they if they tried to get you to kiss them, it was like, "No way! No way! No way!"
2: That's gross.
1: I believe right (laughs) now what you're seeing is because these kids, these kids don't know. They're not saying, oh, I'm like this now. But uh, five, six, seven, eight years from now, I'm going to look at this girl and I'm not going to remember the one that I didn't like. I'm going to look and say, wow, they're not thinking like that. And and so you get them at this age and you say, we we can see this. see because he likes Ralph, likes John. Ralph likes John. Cindy likes Lucy. And, and they start saying things like this, and saying you uh, to the parents, you have to accept that your child is this. Or in school, they're getting the children to believe that this is because of this, and this is because of this. Michael and Johnny are good friends, uh, and and uh, and and the young lady, and 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 let me put one on LaQuisha. You're good friends, and 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 you really like one another, no, right? You like to have and friends. So now it's like somebody's born in the wrong body. That's the deception that Satan is using with Mm -hmm. adults to manipulate and deceive children. That's right. I believe that with my whole heart. Mm -hmm. And people know people know that when we come up in those particular ages, that we we don't have that attraction for the opposite sex. But even though our friends are of the same sex, we're not trying to have same sex relationships. That's right. Right. But they're telling children
0: now that if you feel more comfortable around the same sex, well, it must mean that you're physically attracted, you're sexually attracted to them. That's in fact, not the case. You are just, you prefer, cause that's who you feel safest with. That person understands you. You understand them. You kind of going through the same things. You, You have commonalities that pull you together. It, and so, how confusing it is to tell such a young child, a first grader, "Well, do you would you rather hang out with girls or boys?" Well, if you're a girl, you want to hang out with girls. Well, it must be because you're attracted to them, sexually. That's right. That's not what the child's For, thinking. Uh, well, that, that, that how confusing! How
3: Irritates me because, and that even goes back to back to the law that Governor DeSantis signed, and everybody was given in flack because of the you know, it could couldn't you teach the, under under third grade. Right. Remember? Don't say gay. Don't say gay law. It's not what it's called. I was I was like, what? What yeah. do you mean? Third grade. Mm-hmm. How about ninth grade? Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, didn't, I, 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 didn't I, have, I didn't have sexual education
2: until ninth grade health class, which mm-hmm. was taught to me by my gym teacher.
3: I so, had
0: nuns teach me in the eighth grade. Ooh.
2: So Dr. Nuns. Ben Carson goes into this really well. And of course, he did drop some of that narrative because it became very, very unpopular. But he just came out and said, look, when people go into prison, they are 90 some percent heterosexual. So why are they coming out homosexual? Because sexuality is something that is a little more fluid than when we are taught. And so that's why they want to initiate and initialize our children earlier and earlier. They want to turn our, our children, okay, or our schools into prisons so that they can what? Change the, the, the situation where all of a sudden we get all this aberrant sexuality. That's what's happening here. Well, let's you talk know?
0: about the profitability of all this, though. They're making $1 million per child that decides to who, transition. Who, who's
3: doing it? <laughs> right, the, the, yeah,
0: the, who? We just don't know. Right? The medical but doctors. But the medical doctors that are allowing this to happen. The, the hospitals. They're being pushed. They're profitizing Who's paying it. for it?
2: Insurance companies will pay well, for it. Well, a government, right? Insurance they're, companies will yeah, for and it. And we'll the, pay you for can this. do it, yeah. the
0: mili- right? You were just talking about how the military... Uh, what?
2: What? Insurance companies will can't
0: pay. Get,
3: I can't get an insurance company to pay for an adjustment and they're paying for sex changes? That's what I'm
0: right. talking about. <laughs> right. Yeah. And
2: because it's the diagnosis, see? The diagnosis warrants. What's what the diagnosis? Want. Well, that they're in the wrong body.
0: Gender dysphoria. Yeah. <laughs> yep. it's well, a gender diagnosis? dysphoria
3: is a psychological diagnosis. No, not anymore. Yep. Not anymore. Not That's anymore. hate speech no. right there, Doc. Yeah. I can't believe <laughs> <laughs> You think <laughs> so this offensive. is only psychological. Dare you I, 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 I'm, I, I can tell you this. I'm a, I'm a big <laughs> hater. <laughs> yeah, but right I will, I will, one I, I, right? I, 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 no, I'm gonna I'm gonna I <laughs> you can tell the juices are flowing out, folks. Right? I know I gotta, you know, love this love <laughs> loves the sinner and hate the sin, right? But but the Bible says that God is
2: angry with the wicked every day. Mm-hmm. Right. And that that's something we need to remember because there this is the and third is lie. Wicked. The third lie I'm trying to really highlight is is that this is a new religion how do we know it's a religion because it believes that there isn't god or he is really 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 dumb to be putting people in the wrong bodies he doesn't i just that's why saying? Saying? that's why i read genesis too and there's no there's nowhere to go for this as a christian you can't believe that Jesus is Jesus that he's god that he is the the lord of the universe and look at the compassion and the intelligence and then say somehow he put me in the wrong body
0: but is he making your fickle heart your new god right right like how i feel is what it is that is my world that is That's my right. everything and that doesn't that change
2: yeah <laughs> well and and this is where um, and in the movie you know You should watch it, absolutely. It's called What Is A Woman? You can watch it free on Rumble, even in HD now. So we really do recommend you watch it. Jordan Peterson is on there. But you know, this is really what hit me when I got to the end of the movie. Do you know why not one person in there could answer What Is A Woman? Because if they did, and you can, by the way, get that answer, and you can tell because all these kids that are transitioning, they will sell, well, I knew I was a woman because of A, B, C, Y, F, G. I felt, right? yeah. And you'll see that if they told you what a woman is, you would immediately come back and say, that's ridiculous. Men or women can like or dislike what you just said there. What you just said there in no way somehow categorizes what a man or a woman is. And that's what Jordan Peterson gets down to. He says, this is temperament this is something that people like or don't like and mm-hmm. and where did they get these ideas that women do x y or z or men do x y or z it's they got it because they're watching television because they're watching movies, social media because programming. they're in social media. Yep. in other words it the, is yeah they are it is our society yeah, that has communicated such false Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. ideas of what a man is and what a woman is that has perpetuated this idea that now think about and let's be honest here every woman on television in movies okay first of all they pick all the pretty ones second of all they're all photoshopped it's it's ridiculous photoshop them everything (laughs) what everything (laughs) they don't really look And this whole industry you know the whole beauty industry is a complete lie we should cover that one day right mm-hmm.
0: but well this the interesting thing is we say all this like it's oh this is this is what they're doing but we keep going back to the same things over and over so
2: but then think about the this if you're a woman and you look at all of this and you say how can i compete yeah. with that
0: well that's a lot of what's happening and then
2: okay, you're the going to go i thing. can't compete with that right
0: right and that is what's happening so for a lot maybe of these
2: girls yep. the solution is that I'm not a woman. Yeah. But, and then what do they find? This acceptance. All of a sudden they're in this new whole oh, loving, of loving, loving like, yeah, group. Social media Way support. to identify. They've got mm-hmm. their running buddies. You see what I'm saying? You can see how they this stereotypes that we put on television and media in the schools has created this in, massive inferiority complex with our children. And that's why you as parents are designed to instill that they were created in the image of God, right? I, and love your they, children, love them, kiss them on the neck. That's right. Tell them how much you love and them. And they mm-hmm. will be men and women one day. Bring them up they healthy. Will, you know, and what kid doesn't go through the... Uh, what about pimples, folks? <laughs> Think
3: Ooh, about that. Ooh, I like that big one. When you I get mean, one on the mm, nose, it's a to be nose. Ow.
2: I, <laughs> I mean, do you remember yeah, how it, that's that made a dangerous you feel? Triangle. I mean, yeah. I remember... I, I remember one day I got a cold sore on my lips, both sides, and I had some bad pimples. And then my dad gave me a haircut, and I wouldn't go to school. <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't go I to know. school. And and I was crying. And my aunt sees me, and she says, "Well, why are you crying?" Blah blah blah. And she says, "Well," and I said, "Well, because I don't want to go to school looking like this." <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> was it a bad this, haircut? This is it. These are our children, <laughs> and we need to we need to remember them. And mm. these people. Are Trump really coming to get our children? So maybe, maybe is this a good segue, guys, to go ahead and play that video? I think it is. How about this? So a lot of people are not aware of this, but we've had a lot of pride demonstrations, right? And so we have a parade going down the street, and this is before
3: you play that. Yep, don't don't cue it up yet. I saw a clip from Matt Walsh was answering questions and. He's the guy who did the movie, folks. Um, but he was making a point that if, you know, genetically, you cannot be a woman. You right. Know, you, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He said, if if you go and when you die and we dig up your bones 10 years from now. A thousand. thousand or thousand. Was it a thousand years now? You're still going to be a woman. Because mm-hmm. biologically, we know, Kev, the pelvis is different. Yep. The Q angle's different.
2: The bone density is different. Their skull is different. Skull is different. Yeah, Everything.
0: Occipital ridge, so right? A like a years arches. From now
2: they will know what you are when there's almost nothing of you left, right. but we somehow don't know what it, you're it is right fluid. now. But gender fluid—it's an identification. Now the
1: Bible, the Bible, strongly refutes this lie, and no believer, even logical person, can go against this. Uh, I just want to go over to Psalm 139. I love this uh, beginning in the 13th verse. It reads, for thou hast possessed my reins; thou covered me in my, I've covered me in my mother's womb. And then he goes on to say, I would praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. Now here is the part that settles it all. Verse 15 of Psalm 139 reads, my substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance yet being unperfect. In other words, not fully formed. And in thy book, all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! So, what you were going to be, God already had that in mind even before it was formed, and everything about you was formed the way that God intended for it to be. And that just—that just slammed. I mean, that's that's like what Doctor uh, Kevin just said about uh, these, the photoshopping and all that. It doesn't matter what they try to make somebody look like. God's word tells you what he intended for you to be. Mm. So when we look at this, if you came out male, if you came out female, God already intended for that to be so. He made no mistakes. It's a lie to say that you're something that you are not. Amen. Amen. And we're just trying to get to the point that if
2: you're a Christian, there's no part of this that you can buy into. Not one part. Yep. You know, And so... The second part is that you have to realize that we have an evil group of people that are after our children, and we as parents, God has called us to parent another generation. So listen to this here as we play it. This is a group of people that are demonstrating Pride Month, and this is what they're going down the road, and this is what they're saying. So, you know, as you guys listen to that, and I got to actually see the video there, except for Dennis, because he's on the far end. But uh, what are your, what do you think about that? I mean, look at those people. Well, I, I think
3: they're they're spiritually blinded, being led around uh, by the power of the air. And um, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers in, in heavenly places. And that's what we're dealing with. We're in a spiritual war.
1: And Christians, you better wake up. Demons, evil spirits,
3: mm-hmm.
1: do not die. Mm. Yep. Demons, evil spirits, the same ones that are here today are the ones that we hear thousands of years ago. And when I hear that, is reminiscent of what we uh, read about at Lot's door. Mm. We want the men yep. that are there. Yeah. But now they're saying, we want your children. That's right. And then when we have it being said, uh, your children, they belong to us. Uh, I see see Satan looking to take your children, and I, I, I see Satan in doing this. He had to get in the minds of others. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. Let's go back to the rulers of the darkness of this world. Who would be the rulers of the darkness of this world? These would be world rulers. Mm -hmm. And so laws come from the top. Mm -hmm. Rulers are at the top. And in order for such an agenda to work, you have to have rulers or Mm -hmm. leaders who submit to such an agenda. So... The church has to have those who are standing firm, who say, even though you submit to such an agenda, we will never bow our knee to Baal, to Moloch, or no one. We'll bow our knees to nothing that's not like God. And I want to say one more thing about, remember
3: earlier, I was talking about how um, God is angry with the wicked every day. There's one other verse that came to mind. Um, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Mm. It, we we think, and I, I know I, I talked about this before, but I, I said it before, but the sloppy agape message. We think that we're being wrong if we come out against something. We are commanded to stand firm. Mm-hmm. And if someone is blaspheming our God, how could we not speak up about it?
0: Hey guys, this is such a long episode that we decided to cut it into part one and part two. So if you think it stopped abruptly, it's because it did. <laughs> You're not wrong. Thank you for noticing and paying attention, but next week we are going to drop part two and we're just going to immediately pick up on where we left off in this episode all right thank you guys so much for tuning in